Hello, friends. Paul here again, October the 22nd. It's the DDP. Thanks for being with me as we journey into a little deeper into Zechariah's prayer, his his prophecy. The scripture calls it a prophecy in Luke 167, as he blesses the child, John, that's been born to him and his wife, Elizabeth. And of course, John goes on to be referred by us as John the Baptist, and he will pave the way for the arrival of Jesus. Zechariah seems to know this. I I wrote in my margin of my Bible a long time ago that I think Zechariah is stating this about John when in reality it's about Jesus. I'm not so sure about that anymore. I, I don't really I don't think Zechariah is confused. Zechariah was told by the angel that this was going to be the one who would go before the one. And I don't know why I sort of fell into that idea for a little while that Zacharias thought he was talking about the Savior when he was really talking about John. Um, So in case I've ever said that or given you that impression, I'm backing off of that. Um, And I'm not, I don't like backing off of things I've said, but I don't mind it if I think they were wrong. I'd rather, I'd rather back off of them and, and try to get closer to the truth than to keep staying on them. So I do believe that Zacharias knows that John is special, but not that John is the one who will redeem Israel. And I think you can start to see the turn in the way he prophesies over the next few words. Let's start today in verse 70. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. The mouth of the prophets, we we take things like since the world began to mean the day that God hung the moon and the stars, but that's not the way that Hebrew people would have said something like that or interpreted something like that. Since the world began is just a way of saying since God formed us as a people, he's been speaking to us through prophets. And the promise is that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of those who hate us. 72. And here's where we start to get into some covenant stuff. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. I want to jump in there here and say this. I... I think that it should be brought out that Zacharias talks about a covenant being remembered, but doesn't mention Moses. He doesn't say to remember the covenant he cut with Moses at Sinai, because the one who is coming is not here to remind us of the covenant God cut at Sinai. The one who is coming is to remind us that God calls Gentile people and makes a covenant with them to bless them on the basis of faith. That's what God did with Abraham. When Zacharias says to remember his holy covenant, he's going farther back than Moses. He's not remembering the giving of the Ten Commandments in the wilderness or the giving of uh, the Torah code or temple sacrifice, animal sacrifice. He's not remembering the covenant of, if you do this, I will bless you, but rather the covenant of, I will prosper you and your children, and you shall be a blessing to the whole earth. And Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. 
Jesus comes into the world not reminding people of their sin, but reminding people of the promise of his Father's love. Not so that they will keep sinning, but so that they will realize that God has paid a great price for them, that they are recipients of something bigger than themselves. To remind the world of the covenant that God cut with Abraham is to say that God isn't requiring you to be good in order for God to be good. That God doesn't forget you whenever things don't go right. And this remembrance of the Abrahamic covenant is what Paul talks about in his letter to the Galatians when he mentions that the promise of God was made not to seeds but to seed. And that Jesus is that seed. So God was making promises in the Abrahamic covenant to Jesus so that anyone in Jesus becomes a recipient of the Abrahamic covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And this is a promise not a demand that you go be holy or righteous, but a promise that you are holy and righteous. And you might say, well, does that then negate us living righteously? I believe that righteousness should come out of your identity, not out of your performance. Your performance comes out of your identity. Your performance comes out of knowing who you are. That is faith without works is dead being alone. We do work out of our faith, not work in place of our faith. So you do not work to be approved, to be forgiven, to be righteous, to be sanctified, to be justified. But you do work because you are. And so you produce, we should probably qualify that and say what you're really doing is being fruit producers. You don't put off producing fruit because you're righteous. You put off fruit because you're righteous. (laughs) And you, child, now Zacharias turns to the baby, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before his, before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. This is an interesting verse in that Zacharias declares that John will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. In a way, it's you're going before God to prepare the way of what he's about to do, but it's also you're going before the face of God. Jesus is the face of God. And so he goes before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins. Notice that salvation is understood as the remission of sins. When we talk about our salvation, we cannot talk about it independent of remission of sins. Those sins have been washed and paid for and repealed, taken care of, actually crucified in the body of Christ. Through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high is visited. I want to deal with the day spring from on high who has visited us tomorrow. There's just some things there that need talked about, and I don't want to rush through them. So we'll close this Zacharias prophecy on Monday's podcast. I'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless.